Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the horns out talking. It's the horns out talking. Texas podcast. We're back. Josh Fisher, Alexander Tossman, Rock Disciples, DJ Nikki Snacks, Carter, and the Quan Cosby. Okay, we have to talk about Texas Washington. We have to talk Texas basketball. You have to. Proud of them. First, yeah, we are very proud of those boys. Uh, Quan, last show, we shouted out the volleyball team. Uh, Those girls went out and won the Natty, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. in an NFL standpoint, nothing to do with the Longhorns. You, there is someone, Quan, that you, you, you owe an apology to. You owe the guy an apology. You sat on the show for a year and chat on him, and he's great. Or he good for what they great. He's great for what they need him to be. He is very good at throwing it to McCaffrey for two yards out of the backfield and McCaffrey turning it in in 75. Oh, he hit Kittle on a deep pass. Let's not like him and Kittle have a bromance right now. They do, but they're talking my, about my trading Lance and Garoppolo. Oh, <laughs> no, listen, talking about I, I will give this. I, he is overachieving like a, on so many levels. And I even the first game where he came in and balled out, I was like, good job. You know, they, they didn't have game film on you. But. Purdy is playing well. Um, My man. Shanahan, put it like this, what has Matt Ryan been since Shanahan left? I think him as a as a play designer and game planner, I've heard it out of his mouth. You know, he, he finds his players, he finds out what they can do half decent, and he truly tries to um, make them better and, and grow around their pieces. 49ers have all the pieces on the planet. And if you think about the NFC, that's not as strong from a quarterback standpoint as the AFC Purdy would have to beat Dak possibly Jalen possibly um what's my man and and Kirk Cousins so Daniel Jones like yeah it's not not like he's he's beating Josh Allen every week and last but not least out of all the teams I named on NFC 49ers by far have the most superior defense of them all oh yeah for sure and so i he has not lost them games and his defense has certainly given him a lot more possessions to D'Amico to ryan's might be a head coach next season yeah should be mm-hmm. it's should funny be. because we a lot of opportunities it's funny because I, I found myself this season as we watched pretty play for the niners rooting against him just so you can be right <laughs> oh yeah i started off rooting against purdy for sure for you q Listen, and then once i, I like no I'm, it's a good story I, I did not talk about purdy in the league i talked about purdy at iowa state damn and i'm man. damn sure right go back to iowa state it is less than mediocre it was right. well awful. there's a reason why and, he was mystery relevant right exactly yeah no seriously and and so did he and maybe that was a camel deal i don't know but he um he did have another let me see at one a couple of years ago we had another NFL really good running back NFL really good tight end 
Um, and an NFL receiver from a skill position standpoint. So his, him at Iowa State and, and Ames, Iowa, is so much to do that he's, he was distracted. Um, <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think – I'm being very facetious. Hope, like take it Iowa over there. <laughs> hopefully this comparison doesn't, like, minimize what he's been able to do. But, like, when we talked with Cameron Dicker, um, you know, if, a couple of weeks ago, and obviously he's continued to have success with this Chargers team, and I believe that he will continue to do so. Hasn't he was, has not missed a kick yet for the Chargers. Not unbelievable. The Chargers. It's been unbelievable. Impossible. And what, three game winners? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But what he told us was we were like, how much is the the pressure? How has that changed going to the getting to the bigs, going to the NFL in comparison to college? And he was like, Well, the 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 snaps are always perfect, the holds are always perfect. It's actually a lot easier. And, exactly. you know, I think like if you look, you, you think about Brock's situation and you talk about that defense, but you want to talk about that offensive line. You want to talk about yeah. that tight end, that running back Debo when he's healthy, Ayuk, like this team has some of the best talent in the NFL. So yeah. as long as he executes, like he's going to be put in a position for success and obviously Shanahan calling the plays, um, you know, that, that always bodes well for any quarterback. I mean, look what Nick Mullins did in that position like look what the rest of those backup quarterbacks cj bethard like those guys looked pretty good in their stints when when jimmy went down or whoever the starting quarterback yeah. was so i yeah, i don't know man been... i i get why he's been good is my point yeah mm-hmm. for sure i agree and, and again i always give their due um he's an athlete he has the tools he makes the nfl throws i i, I didn't even know that he had that in him so he um he's doing all of that and the 49ers is a very dangerous team on a weaker, in my opinion, NFC side per their defense. And if he continues to not make mistakes like a cousins, like some of the folks we've seen over the years, be careful. Cause those cats are trending in the right direction. Good mistake. He, free really, football. He looks like a guy that just got added to the UT football recruiting class though, from high school. Like he looks like <laughs> baby face. He does look like a baby face uh, and we could talk. We could segue that to our fellas um, because last week we talked about a cube, but we didn't have you there. And now we do Anthony Hill. We texted about it a little bit. He comes over and all of a sudden now we have cook. We have arch. We have a defensive playmaker, which we were trying to rack our brain. I can't remember the last time we had a big defensive, like pass rusher linebacker type come into our program like this. I really think it was Jordan Hicks like that was the big one that we got like Jordan Hicks star. was good um from a five-star standpoint because man you know what's crazy I don't even know that Arakpo was a five-star he should have been but I think Rack was four and then he grew into his Jeff coat I would say Jeff Jackson coat because you yeah. know a lot of that has some height you know and he had the NFL dad and all of that and Jeff coat was six six measurables were off the chart so yeah uh, I think Jackson Jeffcoat. Malik was, all, was close. All, all state. Oh dual, yeah, Malik dual was sport athlete. Yeah. Malik, Malik was close. Athlete. Yeah, he didn't have his the Texas career we all wish he would have had. But actually, he he was every bit of a. I mean, he was a he was one of the top linebackers in in the state as well. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he was yeah. the last guy. Let, let's yeah. So Hill Hill's in a very different scenario, and I I, I man. What's funny, we talk about Purdy looking like a kid. He looks like a grown-ass man. Like, that dude, he looks the part. And his film is pretty freaking special. So, huge recruit get. Um, the momentum, 
because we can talk about this season, but that's not the class. You know, if you really think about it, maybe Hill because he'll he'll make the decision later. But mm-hmm. to have a top three class really after Hill, number two class in the country, after a five and seven season, dude, these guys, this staff, their recruiting ability, their retention ability, because clearly everybody's going after Worthy every year and everybody else. It's been really, really impressive for what's gonna what what we hope for, you know, after this season in the future. So, I'm fired up as always. That's a that's a crazy point you just brought up because like recruiting so often. I mean, for our whole lives, and now with the transfer portal, there's NIL. Like, it's thought of it's thought of such an offensive type sport within the sport. And you brought up like retention, like people coming after worthy, like defense, yeah. You have to play a little defense now in the recruiting trail, in the transfer yeah, trail. A lot of defense. I don't know if y'all heard. Even Coach Brown talked to him his frustration mm-hmm. with, um, I guess the the school's name was Bama and Ohio State coming after his quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you're talking crazy digits, dude. I heard the number three and four and five million this kid was offered. Like this is insane to me. Yeah, they got him mm-hmm. to stay though. I mean, that's definitely a big win. I think with with college athletes. And just being young men, like it's easy for them to kind of play games, you know, and like use social media to, you know, stir things up a little bit. Like people were worried that Worthy was going to leave. And I still think there's a little bit of uncertainty. I think he's going to stay. But like, you know, he's focused on this bowl game, he said. But like scrubbing his entire Instagram, you know, like not putting any Texas stuff on there. Like why make the fan base like shake like that? I mean, I think it's just a really young mentality to immature. It is the level of attention. And and as much as we per- partake in social media and all that, it's just it's warped certain levels of um our brain, certain levels of even someone's a star on that level. The likes the t- like it's and let's be real, the marketability. If if he can do that and get a response and then you know he takes that to the next NIL person, he's like, listen, man, they pay attention. Look, I I had a hundred thousand. Now I put a longhorn back on there and I'm at 160 and it's all very exhausting is what it is. And people often ask why I don't want to be a coach. This is why, because even I'll go old school. I'm going to throw a little curveball at y'all because we're in the NIL era and we're in the bowl season era. When I was there, this didn't happen very often, but it really got prominent right after. But guys started opting out of bowl games to preserve their health for going to the league. Unfortunately, a lot of people did that, didn't even get drafted. So it's another story. But you add NIL, there's no way around it. We've gotten that in there. If you're getting six digits, seven digits, that school, those donor bases paid you for playing at that school. You sign a contract as an obligation to get that money. Shouldn't you play the bowl game? Because yeah. you know what you can also do is buy an insurance policy per where you're projected. And instead of it being for, oh, stay your senior year and play another 15 games, one game, pay your year. You get hurt, get your bread, give you more time time to rehab and still have a chance to get in the league. But 
as much, and by the way, when I say this example is because Bijan is one, a phenomenal young man, a great dude, um, insanely great representative of UT. But his, those that represent him is like, oh, no, don't play in that game. You got to preserve this. Well, when they're saying that is because they're preserving their money. They right. didn't get the Ferrari and things that Bijan and them got. And by the way, say we're talking Dallas Cowboys, say they draft Bijan. They didn't give him that Ferrari either. They didn't give him the first seven digits he got at school. So yeah. I'm old man bending on this, but I have an issue. And I was in very different bowl games, so it's not mm-hmm. apples, apples. But I always kind of thought it was a little strange when guys opt out. I understand absolutely why they do, and I'm an advocate for it. But I really have a problem with it now. Well, I think I- so do I. I think Bijan is a little bit different just because he's a running back. The longevity of the career is, you know, that that position just doesn't hold up as well as other positions. And he's a lock to be in the first round. I don't understand when guys who are not supposed to be in the first round don't play. Get as much game film as Dude, possible. Dude, get more film. Roshan, Roshan, you could be the, you're the number one back this week, Roshan. No, he would have been the that guy. Like who is advising him? Right. You, he would have got, he would have gotten at least 10 and with modern medicine, look, of course, no one wants to get injured, but you see guys every season like Jamison Williams didn't play all season, but just started playing. I mean, he was a guy that they took, you know, Mechie got drafted. Like there's, there's plenty of guys that have injuries that get Waddle. drafted. They're fine. Waddle. Exactly. Yeah. If it's like, it's, to be, it's me, gonna be. 100%. And then over Sean too, like, Look, obviously, like a lot, and it's frustrating because Roshan, Overshan, Bijan are three of the names that we've like. And I want to get to, you know, where he Bijan ranks in running backs from in Bernard from UQ. But like these are three of the guys in the two years we've been doing the show that they are the three most prominent names we bring up almost every show. And like this is not like a bad game. Like, look, Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. are playing for Alabama. And those guys, they're not only going to be first-round picks, those can be pick one, pick two. Yeah. Those could be the first two picks. So they're Ricky playing. Williams came back his whole senior year and got that insurance policy. Now, that's a different beast. Two weeks on there. But, <laughs> well, and by the way, if he got the right agent, would have been a top three pick. I think, I think we'll get there, too. We're so early in this NIL process. There will be stipulations that are added to these contracts for these guys eventually, right? It's as we've said multiple times, like it's the wild, wild West right now. There are no rules. There are no regulations. Like they will, or they should, whoever is signing these checks put in bonuses and stipulations so that these guys have to go out on the, on the field and compete in games like the bowl games. Um, Incentive-based basically. Yeah. Incentive-based just like, just like, just like professional contracts are as well. Which is what they are anyway. And, and and even think about if I'm giving you 50K in this NIL deal, we're going to exit what I feel like the season is. But the bowl games, we talk, we say it all the time. Well, there's way too many games. What are most of us going to do when we have time today? Watch these bowl games. Because it's what's on. And it's good. Yeah. I mean, it's football. It's teams that don't see each other. And last but not least, the eyeballs, the eyeballs you're paying for from a marketing standpoint are these bowl games. The extra time, again, it's film. You get on ESPN. You do all of this different stuff. You get live interviews. When I scored the game winner, 
I literally, I mean, the amount of folks from back home that saw that live interview, that that's that's what this season is about. So I'm, I'm a little interested. I, I, I thought about that a couple of days ago and I was like, holy bleep, they are getting paid. Yeah. And then they're, yeah, still, they're so getting paid to sit. They're getting paid. And then you opted out. And fortunately, Coach is a great guy and he's letting them do all the festivities. And stand on the sideline in their freaking long. That's so frustrating to me. How? How? I, so, I, I just couldn't do that. So these guys are going to be with the team. They're going to be some, yeah at the board. Yeah, some of them. Oh, dude, some of them have already. They're in that San Antonio hanging out. I've seen interviews done. I've seen, and I'm like, what? Hmm. It's, it's 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 a wild world. And and I honestly, I think at the next level, that's what is not being told to them. I, I've absolutely seen guys get that question bro why didn't you play in that game you're projected the third yeah well at Which the same time you might have gone fifth like what are you thinking I, I know it's a little different just because like the team pays you in the nfl and like it's a it's a contract right and you're obligated to play your games but like what's the difference if like the houston texans right their season's over like there's a guy who's got a contract here he's gonna be free agent next year right where he's like yeah you know i i probably shouldn't play these last two games because i might hurt me in free agency what does this show teams? What is this like? Oh. Like if you're if you're drafting like, and I see like, if I like, we spoke about this on our other show, and you see Jackson Smith and Jigba who can play in the college football playoff. Like I get that he was hurt most of the year, but Waddle was hurt a lot of the year for Bama. Uh, you know the year with Mac Jones, and he came yeah. back and played. If you're Jackson Smith, he was and Jigba, living the whole freaking game, being a, uh, opening it up for Devonte Smith. If you're literally a decoy on the field, exactly. If you're Jackson Smith and Jigba, like, how are you not playing in that against Georgia? It's, it's, I just unfathomable to me. Like, I don't know. Again, yeah, I respect it's their bodies, but at the same time, it's like you want to put film on tape, you want to play for your university. If you were going to sit out, if Bijan, Bijan's draft stock has been the same from the opening snap. We have been out of the college football playoffs since we lost at TCU. Why'd you play against Baylor? Like at what point or like, I mean, I get, I guess we're going for the big 12 championship in some dream scenario uh, in the Kool-Aid scenario. But like, why are you playing these games that once we were knocked out of the CFP or the big 12, like once we lost that game to TCU, then just sit out at that point. And it's a shame because we, this is a, this is a game. Like, this is not like a, you know, we got a solid draw in the bowl game. Like Washington, they have most of their guys playing. And most of the guys, like their quarterbacks, coming back next year. This is a team that's look looking to be a dark horse in in a stronger Pac-12. Like, don't you want to show like show out? Like, and I'm curious. Like, for my my thing that I'm looking for in the game that I'm keying in on, I'll get to y'all's. Like Quinn had some questions around his injury throughout the year. Once he came back from the Alabama game, and he came back quicker than we anticipated. And all of a sudden, like that deep ball, that pretty ball, the balls we fell in love with were were gone, nowhere to be found. He's had a month off. He's had a month to recover, a month to get healthy, a month of the lack of hits. Him, Worthy, who had scrubbed his Instagram, but now has re-unscrubbed it. And it's like we were talking <laughs> about changed before. changed his number, too. Changed his number to number one now that Hudson's gone. Shout out to him going to Purdue. Like, I want to see what these guys can do. And if you're Roshan Johnson, like, hey, you know, Brooks – licking his chops oh, 10 yeah. times over because he party. thinks that oh my god he thinks cedric baxter's coming in and taking that job from him this he he this guy's gone he, he's got a number two 200 on his yeah. mind and that's the thing that it's a lot of young guys a lot of new faces for us 
if it works out in our favor, we're going to be so damn optimistic and pumped about what's to come. Um, but again, it just, it's a weird dynamic. It's, I mean, Eric Metcalf was coming down and, and me him and I've talked about this and he, we talked to him on the show and he's like, I mean, he's coming down from Seattle because of his love for Longhorn Nation. And he has no dog in this fight. He's like, this is a bowl game, man. This is a big deal. I want to come see him. Uh, my, the time didn't work in any other way. And so those little things like that, from a, from a Longhorn to a Longhorn, you just – and I'm going to tell you, last but not least, because I saw this in the league. I played mm-hmm. with T.O. Most of his contract was incentivized. T.O. was absolutely balling that year. We weren't having a great year, but we were balling. But about the last four games, T.O. didn't get – T.O.'s targets went from 10 to 2 to 3. So you can't complain to a certain degree if there's, you know, incentivized things or what if they start doing that in the league? You got some in- incentives in there. And, uh, you know, what? we're not really going to make it to the playoffs or we're, we're going to be a wild card. Nah, because as long as you're in the playoffs, you're good. We're not going to make it to the playoffs. Let's just quit targeting. Yeah, you know we've seen that be? before in the NFL. We've There's been guys it. who've gotten who were like should have gotten bonuses, should have gotten and like their team doesn't run plays for them, K and they don't yeah. do it. And it's like so you can't complain on that keep. level, then keep opting out of bowl games that you're getting paid for as well. So it's yeah, I, I, I'm off that now, but yeah, I'm, I'm fired up about the young folks because we do have talent, and even in mm-hmm. Sark's second year, there are some really good players on there who are hungry. We saw it a little bit. Um, I think it was Tom's last year when they beat the brakes off Colorado, who wasn't very good, but they beat the brakes off. And we're like, man, who are all these young cats that, that seem hungry, fired up and ready to go into the next year. Yeah. That was Casey's big, big game, big game. And then we saw that kind of matriculate a little bit, still needed to clean some stuff up, but I'm, was, I'm fired up to see some. some was that things. also the Alamo bowl? Yeah, bro. We've been in Alamo bowl like four of the last six bowl oh, games. We've been I, I mean, you your whole at- lives. You look at the two teams that are playing sure. this, like if anything like shook out differently in the regular season, both of these teams could have been in the playoff. Like yeah. at times we were saying that Washington could win the Pac twelve. They're ten and two. Yeah. They're twelve team Bo- in the nation. Both really good teams. So it's it's like it's a shame that this has happened now with the CFP taking precedent and like really that's what everyone cares about and bowl games have become second fiddle. And it's 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 not gonna change because as the playoff expands, we're going to care even less and less about the bowl games. True. But Quan, your point about the, like, look, like it's December 28th. It's a Wednesday. There's nothing on right now in the world of sports, except a college bowl game. Like yeah. that is, and guess what? NFL scouts on Wednesday, they like watching football. They're Thank probably going to, they're probably going to switch it on. If they see you, like you never know. So it's like you ball on the game, you ball on. I mean, there was guys that played in March Madness who were just sick for a tournament run. And all of a sudden they shot up draft boards and like yeah. whether they should have been drafted. We don't know. Like, but they shot up draft boards because they had a great run. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, again, we, we've beat the dead horse on it, but this is a team that's got a good offense. Mm-hmm. And a bad defense. Like their defense stinks for all intents and purposes. And their offense is high powered. So we have a chance we have a chance to prove that our defense was for real this year and their offense can bounce back. Um, T, we'll go back to you, man. What what are some things you're looking for in this game? Me? I mean, we already talked about Jonathan Brooks. I mean, that's my guy right there. So yeah. I w- I want to see yeah. best friends. Yeah. I really, I really <laughs> think that like it's what we've done in the recruiting class. Um I want to see the guys that are young on this team step up so that what I thought, like we made a really, really good step 
in the recruiting process is that we were filling holes of a lot of needs. Um, I know like running back probably wouldn't seem like one because we still have Keelan. We still have Brooks, um, but we lose Bijan. We lose Roshan. Okay. Cedric comes in. Right. But we bring in, we're, we're losing a lot of pass rush, right? We're losing a lot of linebackers. Like that we address that our offensive line is really young and really talented. Okay. We didn't get as many recruits on that side. I'm not as worried about that. So I think it was really smart and savvy by Sark and his team to kind of go after the positions to really continue to build in the gaps and, and fill in those gaps. And I think like, we're going to see a lot of success next year because of that. Um, and I like that, like, yeah, we're, we're not necessarily number one or number two. Cause I think that's still Alabama and Georgia, right. In the recruiting class, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter to me. I, and we'll get there eventually. Like when we put together the wins on the field. Um, so I think it's just, you know, you use this game as momentum and exactly. take care of business, execute, do the little things. Like I went to that sugar bowl game against, against Georgia. And when Sam said, we're back, I know like we didn't end up becoming truly back that that following year but, long, but longhorn nation longhorn nation was behind the, the team when that happened yeah and i think like you can't understate how important these bowl games are because when push comes to shove like every longhorn fan will be watching this game dude yeah, it's, it's sold out i mean we've been to this bowl game a million times it is in our backyard but it's sold out and that says a lot you know there's i think there's there was a time where it would not have. We, yeah, how many we times do they sell, they sell out the Valero Alamo Bowl? When Longhorns are there. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so it happened again. So I, I'm fired up about it, man. We got some young cats that I think are going to show off. And to your point, Washington has a great offense as well. So to see us kind of go toe-to-toe with them on that level, maybe our defense actually gets a stop or two that they don't. Um, it could be a really fun game to be honest with you. Yeah, a game could be good. It it, it could be a really fun and good game. Well, I mean, even the storylines, you know, Sark, his career, it just, I'm I'm excited about it. And last but not least, we we didn't go to a game last year, a bowl game. So, yeah, there was progress. And I think we, and we did, we sold it out, but I think we need to be fired up about this game. And I know and feel like the players are as well. Those who are playing. I also think, correct me if I'm wrong, but usually the bowl season is a pretty good bonding moment for the team, right? You're off school, you're on break, you get a bunch of bowl gifts, you get to hang out in a hotel, you know, you guys are just chilling. Like, this is a good opportunity for the young guys to mesh together. The year we we went to the Alamo Bowl, um, we we did go 10-3, and which was a down season for us. We did that. We hung out. We went to SeaWorld. We did all that. Dude, we, we go back next year and we're crazy injuries away from going to a natty again. We went 12 and one the very next year. Colt got more practices. He was a little banged up, but he got more work. Uh, we, you get those 15 practices that, to damn near implement certain things. You even want to try the next, you know, the, the following year, which we did by putting us in the slot ship me and all that. It's just so many levels to it that you can develop and get some guys out there to play. And I mean, going back to even speaking of that Alamo bowl, a Ross went first round. He played in the Alamo Bowl. Hell yeah. He got, uh, I think, a block punt, an interception. I mean, he he balled out, and he was going to go. They had him, I think, projected to, even as the Thorpe, late first, maybe second. Oh, pew, got up, got a huge signing bonus. And so it, examples like that is why you get fired up about this game. Love it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for some things. One, I really want to see Quinn and Worthy really – 
connect this game because I think all season long, like it's been hit and miss. Like there's been some nice games, but I really want to see him feed worthy and solidify that he's going to stay at Texas Longhorn and have that connection for next year. And then two, I want to find someone on the defense that's willing to step up when Overshawn's gone. Who's going to be the leader of the defense? Who wants to take control? As far as player, I've been saying this all year long. I want Jay Witt. Jay Witt, still, like you said, Worthy's going to be out there. Those two combined on needing some spark. Quinn getting them the ball like he did early on before the injury. And, by the way, there's a chance Jay Witt may return. Oh, yeah. Like a big 100%. Chance. And so I want to see him ball out and uh and, and and not necessarily to make him reconsider that return, but to again build momentum and say, hey, you know what? Longhorn Nation, give him his due, give him his love. And uh there's a lot of NIL cash freed up with Bijan being gone. So yeah. maybe he earned a little bit more for himself on that return. Yeah, but we're taking on a lot more though with uh, Arch Manning, I think. <laughs> yeah, that, that last name carries a lot of weight. I mean, Baron. Watts, like they're going to throw. Yeah. Like you bring up Aaron Ross. I want to see what Watts, these guys that are coming yeah. back, we know are coming back. I want to see what they can do on the defensive side. Uh, real quick, guys, or real quick before we get to basketball, quickly. Where does Bijan rank for you, Q? Because you've seen the most backs. You know these guys. Where does he rank in Texas backs? By the way, and, and, and this is a tough one for me because I absolutely love Jamal, all of them. But Jamal, he he, he bounced pretty early too. Um, I think he's fourth. I mean, certainly uh, for, for me, it's 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 Earl, it's it's um, Ricky, and for me, it's it's also Cedric Benson. Said uh, B is only behind those two when it comes to yards and and, and all purpose. Bijan, I'm sure, has him from catching the ball, but you also had a very different offense at the time. And Said B was it. Said B was like 70% of our offense, and he always pounded and took care of business. So um, a really good buddy. Sentimentally, I'm I'm going to roll with him all day. I think pound for pound, talent for talent, B. John just did such amazing things. But I never – I also never saw Said B with a game with 20 yards. Yeah. 30 yards. I, I can talk I about the amazing it. games he had, but Said B had 100 damage. The reason this yard shut up, because it wasn't very many games. He didn't have 82, 200. Yeah. So I, I think you got the right list right there. I mean, you got two Heisman winners. Obviously, those guys are one and two. Ricky won it twice. Um, the Doak the Do- Walker. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, said B. Um, yeah. But, you know, there's I some close I, ones. We've had some I don't want to stack backs, correct you. you know, just, we have just, had. I'm oh, sorry, Nick. I think I was a little delayed there. <laughs> It's all good. I'm just saying that there's there's been definitely some guys that can give some of the guys to run the run the money. I mean, you got Jamal, yeah, Deontay, you know, is definitely Former, in the top ten. Yep. Um, you know, Fazi Whitaker was great, you know, yeah. back in the day as well. Um, but a lot of it also translates to who won as well, right? Like Bijan really never won. Right. Mm-hmm. It was this yeah. is his best season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cl- clear the pages for my guy Brooks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm, got, I'm, I'm kidding, but I uh, he's really talented. I hope. I'm excited to watch you hope him play. though. Yeah, you hope he's there. And I, I not to stack correct you. Sorry, Q, but said B is not set is not third, but he's second uh, in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. So he's there. You go. Yeah, it's he's, Ricky said R- Earl, isn't it? Yeah, and both rushing oh, yeah. touchdowns and rushing yards. Yeah. My, that's uh, my point. Dude's a beast here. 
Yeah, and then in, I, I was just looking at the stats, and let's not forget who's number four in career receptions. Uh, <laughs> uh, the guy, a guy, a guy on the Zoom, not not named me, Nicker or Toss. Uh, let's let's talk basketball real quick, guys, because and not to just we don't want you to disclose too too much or have if you know anything or anything like that, Quan. But you're down there in Austin, and you've been around. I'm sure the Moody Center. And I want to hear the vibe like in the room from you and also kind of from everyone's perspective, like how maybe proud we are of these guys because it's such a weird, adverse situation. And you see a guy like Marcus Carr come out and has pretty much since that that moment been lights out, including a 41-point explosion. Yeah. Um, 10, 10 yeah. three-pointers out of 15. Insane. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, I'm gonna tell you what's cool about that though is we all saw what happened and they looked so bad that night and still found a way to rally against Rice. And Rice shot speaking of three pointers, I think Rice was like shooting damn near fifty percent that night. Yeah. Then I went to Dallas to see them play Stanford, and again, so again, thinking about that night, it was just rough as it should have been. It was fresh. It happened that morning. A few days, try to regroup. Stanford first half I was just like oh man dude I was like this is gonna be tough for these guys but I don't know what happened at halftime they beat the breaks off Stanford in the second half and then I went to the game the other night where they played um Louisiana uh, Louisiana and they looked like they did last night and I was like it's it's been okay this is removed we're getting better we know who we are player-led team it's been instilled in us, and it's a phenomenal progression because I also go back to Gonzaga. And I remember in the second half, I was telling the group I was with who from Dallas, and I said, that's how they looked versus Gonzaga. And then I go to Louisiana, and that's how they looked versus Gonzaga. And mm-hmm. last night, you know, they, they competed for a little bit, but they got in their group. Carr's been explosive. Hunter's been doing exactly what he's been doing. Mm-hmm. And everybody's been playing a just Allen, just a great, great role for us. So what's going to happen? I don't know. We're still number six. And we're And, and again, as, as crazy as it is, we're, we're still getting better. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're still getting better. There's not going to be a car have 10, three nights every night. But that that cat, it used to be, oh, it's 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 boom or bust. And and no, it's pretty consistently booming lately. And, and, and you just hope he keeps that momentum. The players are just playing smart. I remember yeah. saying, I was like, damn, it's just a smart basketball play, moving it offensively, and then haven't dropped an ounce on just the way they've been defending. So, And then the I one think- game that they dropped was the game where they looked the least smart. And look, I think the preseason or you know the non-conference play has gone almost as perfectly as you expect it to be, besides the off-the-field issue with, with Chris Beard, but one overtime loss to a good Illinois team almost mm-hmm. – a perfect record heading into conference play. And look, this conference play, we say it every single season. It's going to be a gauntlet. Every single team in our conference has an over 500 record. Yeah. And you get, yeah, but we're the best Oklahoma. You get your biggest rival on New Year's Eve. Kick it off. Yep. Yep. Your biggest rival. Definitely definitely your biggest rival. Not that team down South. They ain't our biggest rival. We know that for sure. (laughs) Dude, time out. Our first one is Saturday at home. Yeah. Yeah. On thirty first, yeah, one one C one CT, yep. Ooh, 
Thank you. Oh, I can watch that. I can watch that, that. Oh, that, 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 that game. Not at home. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in Norman. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm sitting there going, dude, why am I not there? What's going on here? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. We but. get them uh, in the Moody Center on uh, February 18th, so that place better be rocking. Oh, it will. Be. Mm. That Moody Center, just, I've told y'all, it's insane. We got to go. I mean, they just also, like, we have four, we have two guys of four assists on the team. We had the Marcus Carr mm. game where he exploded Actually, for points. Arterio Morris has played uh, two really good yes, games in a row. It really has. And so it's nice when guys like if Hunter, you know, doesn't have his best game, a guy like Morris can step up and he's only going to get better throughout the, the rest of the season. Mitchell had a really good game this past game. Look to him. I mean, what you want to see with a guy like that, who's at his best, a lottery pick this year in the NBA, like you want to see him be our second best player come tourney time. That that's yeah. Or Morris that, though, because, dude, because, well, I'm just saying from a pure talent standpoint, like, what Dylan Mitchell can do, not very few guys in college basketball can um, athletically. So I just, I want to see him like really continue to assert himself. And then you have Timmy, who's just so consistent. That's what I was about to say. I know what you mean by he needs to be the second best, but if I go back second, to- Second, like eye test, just like most dynamic okay. player. Like, cause Timmy, sense. cause Timmy almost gave us a, he gave us basically a college version of a triple double last game. He was like yeah. eight, eight, seven and seven like that. Very few guys can do that. Um, I just I re- we rely so much on him to be consistent that I want to see other guys become consistent as well. Yeah, and in mm-hmm. different roles like on the boards, what Mitchell can do, catching one off the glass and throwing it down, and just because of momentum and the things that happen. And and, and I was thinking about the beer teams, the role plays and players. Even though he has some really good folks, they're so important. So. Timmy's consistency, DeSue, I mean, all those guys in there kind of doing their thing collectively, uh, pushing the ball. Of course, he loves the transition after that great defense. I just, and, and let's, let's, of course, I, I got Brock. I mean, Brock's, you know, field goal percentage is <laughs> shot up like crazy. You know, he's, it's, it's nuts. He hits two or three threes a game and only shoots four. So I, yeah. I just, I like, I like the way it's moving, the way it's going. We did see a dip, but where is trending going into conference play, even with the uncertainty of your your, your head guy, has been pretty freaking impressive. Yep. Mm-hmm. We should circle a couple of dates on our calendar um, for the tournament. The Of course, the Natty this year, the Final Four, is in Houston at NRG. So circle that. Nice. April 1st and 3rd, if we end up making it. And then I don't know what region we're going to be in, obviously, but there's a a, a Western regional um final in vegas on the 23rd and 25th of march so q i know you like vegas Ooh, we need to circle those for sure we keep going in that direction we're gonna book that early (laughs) but it's just like you know what it was is for me last night the game with morris before like those 28 those 40 point game like those never are guys those, say, that was never us. That was a long time. That was that was never us. dropping a forty piece. That's like, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, all right, like we bit, we lost to Gonzaga last year. Timmy had like what thirty five. Like KD, yeah. like Nick saying, like what KD's fifteen years, like literally fifteen years ago. Like so, at this yeah. point, like we needed these guys in the building, and like I, I just don't it, think we've ever had like a microwave guy who just gets hot like that. You know. No, we, like it's cr- not even like I'm trying to rack my brain for it. And then we have like, well, most, like most, of our, yeah, most of our big recruits have been bigs who bigs. weren't necessarily like post scorers, right? Where in college, like that's where those guys can really rack up a lot of points. But 
I mean, even, you know, MT and um, just our other guys, Bamba, like none of them like lived in the paint. They caught a lot of lobs. They would, you know, bring in offensive rebounds and putbacks, but they weren't like post scores like Timmy is where they were getting 10 plus touches per game. So it makes sense. But, you know, our best players are point guard right now. And he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot. I mean, there's also like we have a really fun game at the end of January against Tennessee. That's like our only out of conference game the rest of the way. But of course, playing against Rick once again, like that's they're good, too. Yeah, and they're yeah. really good. They're, they are really sound. We go there like, this time because I think they came to us last year, right? Kind yeah, we're there. Deal. Yeah. yeah, we're there. It's crazy. West Virginia, Kansas State, they're all good. Um, nice all right, time guys, to be a Longhorn. We'll, nice time to be a Longhorn. Uh, let's go beat Washington. Let's go. Let's like make. Let's make the game matter and, and beat Washington. Josh, Toss, Nick, and the Quan Cosby. We'll see you guys in the new year. Huckam Horns.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.